0: So, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in this fine planet. How are you doing, Leslie?
1: I am doing really well. I have to say happy uh, National Wine and Cheese Day. Yes, it is a wine and cheese day, and I'm (laughs) drinking coffee because
2: I can't keep my eyes
1: open today. And I'm actually having a glass of wine, which hardly ever happens at this time, but I'm happy to say I have a red blend of... Let's see. Zinfandel Merlot and Cabernet Sauvignon from the Menage a Trois winery. It's a California wine. It's quite good, actually. That's good. That's good. Highly recommend it if you like the reds.
0: I've been doing a lot of rosé this summer.
1: Oh, rosé is light and refreshing and lovely. Yeah. And uh, I, I just all of a sudden,
0: I said, yeah, i got to try it. Because when I was a little girl, my father and my mother... With the, they would have the bottle of Matus
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
0: <laughs> and um, all the sweet stuff but yeah so uh I haven't had it since and because it sort of went out of fashion for a while I said well let me try it you know and i was all right. so it, I've been drinking a lot of that and it's been too hot so welcome Betty and welcome Joni it's good to see, see you both out in the chat room
1: Yes, I see Betty's enjoying some cheese. She's hungry. Betty, I am joining you in the cheese since I was trying to be true to the celebratory wine and cheese of the wine and cheese day. Um, Colby Jack cheese stick for me. Nothing okay. too fancy or highbrow in the uh, cafe today. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, uh, it does the trick because I need a little protein boost. And go. cheese is a, a good source of that. So. And hello, KK leaving So happy to see you, KK. Careful during the rain. Um, I do have to uh, mention, and Pam, I I didn't even mention this because it just happened. I just heard some thunder um, not too far from my house. So (laughs) hopefully we won't have any interruption in the podcast. Um, That would be nice. But if for some reason that happens, continue on without me. Of course.
0: You know, it's funny because last week was... A week ago on Saturday actually we had a terrible thunderstorm come through in the morning and all of a sudden every everything went off in the house everything mm. and it was like it, it it was a flash for like two seconds and then came back on so I was like going around having to fix all the clocks and all the appliances and all that kind of stuff so I will definitely keep it going if if uh if I lose you I'm not
1: worried I know you know how to vamp yes Plus, you are the master control person. So, hey. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know the behind-the-scenes workings of the famous podcast, Pam is our engineer extraordinaire. She's the one who actually does the uh, live recording and um, is able to uh, post the recordings after the show. I'm just, I'm, I'm merely talent. <laughs> And great talent you are. And not not much of that as as well. Pam does it all. But I'm learning. I actually want to learn some of the mechanics of it because it's interesting. And I know Betty understands because Betty does it all too. Um, But I'm just really happy we were able to have the podcast today. Um, It has been kind of arduous. I was uh, mentioning to Pam before the podcast uh, Central PA um, and South Central PA, where I live, has had a lot of flooding. Um, I actually live two two miles from the, yes, Susquehanna River, the same Susquehanna as Susquehanna University, mm-hmm. and the Gabriel books, um, one and the same. It's actually named after the Native Americans who lived in this region. And, and um, if you
0: really want to get technical, the Susquehanna started in upstate New York around Absolutely New York, and flows down Lake Obstego. into... The- uh, like got and it flows all the way down into the Chesapeake.
1: <laughs> yes, there's a little, there's a little um, my, my, ge- uh, geography lesson Alex, for that's you.
0: Right, it's my Alex Haley reading from years ago <laughs> and, and he did a book called Chesapeake. Always loved it because he always started, like he did Hawaii, with there was a bird that flew over uh, this little bit of ground because of a volcano that came out of the Pacific Ocean and cooled to a land the bird dropped the seed and then started the the plants and then the people from Tahiti came over so yeah so
1: very cool (laughs) and Betty Betty, you're cracking me up she said lots of rain Leslie are you hanging out with Papa Mitchell (laughs) no but I think Papa Mitchell and I would have a great time I would love to chat with Papa Mitchell and and I'd love I love for Pam I would love to set Pam up with Papa Mitchell but I don't know. Pam might be a, uh, might be a bit too much. You might you he you might be too much for Papa Mitchell. I don't know, Pam. <laughs> <You never> know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Pam and I did go searching for him uh, well, many minutes ago. <laughs> <universe thing. laughs> we might have to go back up and uh, and search for him again. Yes,
2: we might. I'm Richard too.
1: <laughs> and 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 of course the. Uh, um beloved uh orchard. Yes. <laughs> now we should be doing scout locations because of the film. Exactly. Of course they won't film in Pennsylvania. Even though there's there are some there have been some good film incentives here, mm-hmm. I my guess is they're gonna do everything in Canada.
2: You're
1: too funny, Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Richard can handle Pam, but Tom might not <laughs> uh-huh. So, true, true. Well, so. We have announcements. Yes, we do. Um, very good announcements, actually. And
0: uh, before I start, the music you were listening to coming in was uh, Charlie Byrd and Stan Getz. So, ah, good jazz musicians. Anyway, so announcements. The Gabriel's Inferno Fan Podcast is celebrating the professor's 42nd birthday on Sunday at 6 p.m. And with their special guest, KK. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, And SR is also going to be on the podcast. So that's going to be a fun podcast to listen to. I'll probably laugh the entire time.
1: I am hoping, I really, I've been having trouble making the podcast um, in the past couple months, um, for some reason, it's been tough for me to get to the 6 p.m. Sunday podcast, but I have got I have got to. I love, 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 love Gabriel's Redemption. I have been listening to it again, and I mean again, because I just keep going back to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, here's a little, I, I'm completely veering off of the announcements right now, but just as an aside, oh, and Betty said Gabriel's stopping by, too. That's going to be awesome. I'm loving that. And I'm loving that SR will be on because I cannot emphasize just what a talented writer he is. I I was listening to a section of Redemption today, and I will not reveal it because it's not where you are at yet, Betty. And I am not going to be the spoiler. Um, But I have to tell you, I just the writing and uh, it was it was a it was a scene with Gabriel and Julia and it was a very romantic scene and it was just simply breathtaking and I, it i it shouldn't surprise me i've read it enough and i've listened to it enough but sometimes it just kind of takes my breath away at how he can capture such human emotion um so i'm just had to i had to say uh, it's going to be a very special podcast. And I see that Betty says the boss has a surprise in store for the party, which is very exciting. Yes, he's, been, he's been talking
0: about a surprise coming this weekend.
1: I love those kind of good surprises. Mm-hmm. And Betty says she's still in Chapter 5 of Redemption. Yeah, Betty, this is like in the 50s. I mean, this is way far in the book. Um, I would never reveal... Uh, I would never do a spoiler for you because I, I I really want, I got to find a way to be with you guys live on the podcast because I want to hear you as you read this book. There are so many different things that go on, that I cannot wait to hear your reaction for So I'm very excited about that. Um, sorry, just had to do a little gushing of Gabriel love. Yes, Joni, so many surprises. I agree. The boss has a lot of surprises up his sleeve this year. Uh, um, yeah. Most of all, um, one of the announcements, Pam, will remind us about coming up, the Passionflix deal. So.
0: Yes, yes, the Passionflix deal. We have uh, that uh, SR has uh, optioned all the Gabriel series with Passionflix. And he is uh, talking about the fact that it should be starting probably in a year, uh, probably September or fall of 2019, Filming, which will be a lot of fun, and they're going to be filming it in Toronto and in Florence.
2: Oh, uh, so,
1: oh my gosh! Can you imagine being on site in Florence? Come on! Listen, uh, I can do
0: anything to be on site in Florence, except in the I know. Of the right now. October,
1: There's no November, way I'm. B- I know, I know. So, I, I won't see. be. I'm not going to be able to swing that. I can swing stuff, but I think that's going to be too much, <laughs> even for me done. to pull out of the hat.
0: we'll see what happens when the time comes
1: this is true
0: this is true so also Treloja de Gabriel is on on Saturdays at 3 p.m. and that's Mexico time and they're working with El Ecstasius de Gabriel. Nice. Um, Notice Influencia I think is going to be coming back fairly soon I noticed something uh, they were posting yesterday uh,
1: a new visual for that so hopefully oh cool Um, i know we need a little william we need a little william love (laughs) i think william might might be feeling neglected a little bit since we've been talking about the man in the black suit and uh, now gabriel again is uh always uh in the picture so william and (laughs) wow snarky goes without saying and
0: Betty wants to be a fly on the wall when they film in Florence on Chapter Thirty
1: Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Betty, be I am with you. Set,
0: but
2: we will try to get you in there as a fly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should. They should. That should be one of the prize offerings. <laughs> to be able to be on the closest <laughs> To be on set, on set for that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Betty says Willie is a little jealous.
0: Yes. He Uh, yes so, he will and for anybody who doesn't know uh who's may not be on the podcast podcast who's listening offline uh you can sign up for passionflix uh through the uh site uh, it's uh, http colon backslash backslash geni.is passionflix sr and that'll take you right to the page where you can sign up to be a member um, I I know that they're also doing some founding member stuff, and if you become a founding member, uh, you can. Um, they, they they get they're the ones that get like the the invites and everything for like premiere the premieres and stuff. Uh, I just got mine for driven. A friend of mine asked me if I was going to it, which I'm not. But oh, um, yes,
1: I still have to sign up. I'm going to be yes, mayor culpa. Yes. I mean, I am being very upfront. I remember hearing about passion flicks so long ago, and I kept saying, I've got to do it, I've got to do it, and it's one of those things I have not gotten to do, and I have got to get on the stick. Well, you know, I want to be have, a founding member. And they have I'm, afraid, from- I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm going to miss my window, and then I'll be like, uh, you know, I'll just have to listen to Pam go to all these fun places. <laughs>
0: I think, you know, the neat thing is, is that not only do they have their originals, and, and they're building up the originals, obviously. When I was uh, in Europe last fall, when I was in my back in my room and I had nothing to do because I couldn't understand the language that was being on TV, and uh, I would I full you know pulled up my pull up my computer and I could pull up passion flicks, and I believe they had only one Hollywood Dirt was the first one they had on there and I, that was right. Epic. But they have other movies.
1: You know, they have like Pride and Prejudice and Love Story. Oh, I love Pride Gentleman and Prejudice.
0: And Officer and a whole bunch of great movies out there so that you can pull up. And it worked in every country that I was in, so that's great. You know, that's awesome. I know. Well, uh, isn't
1: that one of the reasons why um, SR was so happy about this deal? Because he really wanted to have. Um, a platform where everybody can access it. I mean, I thought that was one of the key points of this, um, which is great. Oh, KK just uh, is join is back uh, with us. And she said she just became a founding member. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, they have a lot of, they
0: they do translate into a lot of various languages. And if they can, if it's in a country where they don't have that language, they do have the, um, it has subtitles. So, this is
1: an FYI. I'm loving that.
2: That's a
0: good thing.
1: Yeah, and I, I, you know, I have two daughters who are in their early 20s. Golf, I can't even believe I can admit that now, but I can. Um, They're uh, both in college. In fact, my oldest is going to graduate in August. Mm -hmm. Um, She uh, couldn't make the deadlines in May, obviously, because she was still um, in Greece, but um, she has commencement August 11th. And, you know, they now, most of the time they watch any shows, it's online. I mean, they, it's on laptop, it's on tablet, it's on their phone. Well, exactly. usually, they, they usually want it on their laptop. They want a bigger screen. but um, Or they'll connect it to their TV. Yes. And if you, go to, if you go to, like, college campuses now, Most kids don't get any kind of cable package or dish network package. They almost all just use their computers and and, and they'll plug it onto the big monitor to see it. But they would rather, you know, they would rather have control of when they see the content. So very, very cool. And a lot of times, like depending upon what equipment you're using,
0: um, Apple TV or Chromecast or Roku does also the tablet, the phone and, and, the big screen but you can also some some things you can do a a screen mirroring so that's you know an option i know oh very uh, cool and a lot of like hbo or stars or anything like that they have um a way of doing the uh on amazon you can download into as a subscription for like i Depending upon the product, it could be anywhere be between $5, $5 a month or or uh, $11 a month for each of the products. So, yeah.
1: yeah, it's it's really good. Um, Karen's saying that online and plug-in together and uh, what at the same time? I think you were saying about mirroring the screen. Mirroring Is that the screen, what, yeah. So you can have it on your laptop but also have it on the screen, right? Exactly, Am I understanding exactly. that? Uh, Chief Engineer uh, Langworthy. Yes, that's exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's it's very cool, and I think it's cool that um, Passionflix has that access across the countries and across the globe. Because, as we know, that's one of the the wonderful things about our um, our SR family is the fact that we have so many fans from all corners of the globe. So I think it's really cool, and I'm I'm very excited. I'm truly looking forward to um, this coming to life.
0: And just as an FYI, if you if if you haven't seen any of the productions that, that Passionflix has done, because you're not a member, uh, the some of the older ones are on Amazon that you can download or rent from them right now.
1: So oh, that's and, and the that's one a good Tom, way to test drive.
0: Yeah, and, and Thomas Bodine. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants, uh, a lot of people want is Gabriel. He's in uh, one called uh, something, The Truth of Mistletoe or something like that. But it's a, it's a Christmas movie, but, he, but it's out there and I've actually seen it. And he's very good in it.
1: So well, and speaking it. of Christmas movies, asking, I already asked Pam, I'm asking you um, ladies out on uh, the podcast, is anyone else watching Christmas in July on the Hallmark Channel? <laughs> Part of the reason why I wanted to watch it was to try and scout out any potential uh, Gabriel candidates, I'm not going to lie. Some of them are older films, so they probably wouldn't resonate as well. Um, My only concern, though, is the depth of character that Gabriel, how Gabriel is written. Um, Usually that type of angst (laughs) and intensity usually isn't written in a Hallmark Channel, but it's fun. Yeah, Betty yeah. said yes. I'm watching lots of Christmas movies from the Hallmark Channel.
2: And yeah, they've
0: been on all month. They started. It's on, been uh, fun. Hallmark movies and mysteries on uh, the first part, half of the month, and now they're on uh, the Hallmark regular channel until the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> I and Betty's watched my Sam in one a few
1: times. <laughs> I know. I know. And KK K- says uh, she agrees. Um, She's. Uh, Betty said she's looking for actors for Gabriel's cast too. I know we're all on the hunt, right? Oh, yeah. I really feel like it's going to be a, an unknown, like a true unknown. Uh, I just hope it's someone who has this. I'm almost wondering if there's like a Broadway performer or someone that has a lot of depth, because you need to have you need to have the acting chops to pull off that role. Um,
0: well, I'm sure that once they have the screenplay written and they start, you know, looking at different actors, we'll. You know, that'll be part of the criteria. Because, they, you know, like when you... They, they look at headshots and they look at, you know, what you can do, what you can't do. And then they come in and have you come in and audition. And if right. they find somebody they really like, then the, the, the counterpart, like whether they find Julia first or whether they find Gabriel first, then they'll bring the actor in and they'll audition against each other to see if there's a chemistry there.
1: Absolutely. So, I almost feel like they should... I almost feel like they need to cast Gabriel first. That's my personal opinion. Um, it's it's hard. I've I've done different productions, not obviously not uh, film or for for movie, um, but even doing theater, you got to get that anchor role so you can see who works well with them. Betty, I agree. I'm watching the Hallmark Channel. You could possibly pull a Rachel, Aaron, or Richard character from. Those characters, and I'm not going to discount that there are some actors that probably could read um, and do well with Gabriel. Um, Betty also says she agrees. Um, she wants Army. <laughs> she still thinks Army would be awesome as Paul. I do not discount that, but Army's. No, we're not going to be able to afford Army. Um, Betty says her nephew keeps asking why she's watching Christmas movies in the summer. That's hilarious,
0: Isabel and I see that Ken.
1: Isabella's
0: Kez has doing, joined us. is <laughs> doing the same thing. And then yesterday, when I was after I picked her up, and I'm driving driving her down, we we listened to the full Mary Poppins soundtrack. And then I got, can you turn that off? And can we sing Christmas carols? So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so
1: start anyway. Start 'em young, Pam. Start 'em young. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. so, Kez, I know you just joined us. We were talking about some of the announcements and the excitement around the Gabriel series coming to passion flicks and the fact that in the U S um, there's a Hallmark channel and it has been playing Christmas in July. It's been playing all these romance movies, um, that have Christmas themes in July. And, uh, we were saying that we're scouting those to see about possible casting for the Gabriel series. So Uh just to fill you in and catch you up. Um, Karen said that Gabriel is going to be just as hard as Christian Grey to fill. Totally agree with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and, Jordan's busy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm and, telling you. And Henry's going to be too, just too expensive, in my opinion. As much as I would love to see Henry Cavill as Gabriel, I think he would rock that role. Um, I almost think though he's so balked up for Superman, he'd have to really slim down. Because Gabriel's Impossible. more of, right, and Mission Impossible. And how about this, ladies? What a bonanza week in terms of people that you are watching promote their films. Because we have Henry Cavill promoting Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. and then you have Sam promoting the spy movie that he's in. The Spy Who Dumped Me. The Spy Who Dumped Me, which is a comedy and i feel like i need to be watching tv 24/7 to see all of these lovely men talk about their films but um alas i will not i'm a responsible adult and i can't sit and watch tv all day um, yeah. but you can, way, it. you can google you can google it you can google it later that's true <laughs> that gets in the way
0: so now that we've we've talked about everything for-
1: can I you tell you we're vamping guys. a little bit because the chapter is fairly short? Yeah. Can you tell? So. Just a little short. Just a bit. oh, Pierce, Brisbane as Papa Richard. I love it. I don't, re- I don't recognize Pierce.
0: Pierce Bronson, I bet you mean. Oh,
1: I know him. Oh, he'd be great.
0: I saw him this weekend in Mamma Mia
1: too. How I've heard great things about Mamma Mia too. Don't tell me, I haven't seen it yet. But um, I heard all I
0: know is all I all I want to say is if you've ever watched Rocky Horror Picture Show, <laughs> ever been a participant, in oh, a movie, yes, um, then this would work well <laughs> in that same genre. I, I love could, it. I could actually see the whole singing and dancing on of the of the people on from you know from the audience. Oh, fun.
1: Well my daughter my daughter Allie saw the film and she just loved it. She said, Mom, I actually liked it better than the first one. So I think it'll just be a fun ride regardless. Yes. I love the characters, I love the music, and obviously I'm absolutely crazy about the setting. I could just watch that blue Mediterranean Sea and be happy. So I'm 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 hoping to see it this weekend. We wanna take my mother Um, who is a big fan of Mamma Mia. She loved the film and cannot wait to see Cher in the movie. So it's going to be fun. Of course. Of course. Betty says that she hasn't seen it yet. And she said, can you imagine Gabriel's Inferno, the musical? (laughs) (laughs) Why, yes. Uh, Yes, yes, I could. As a matter of of fact. Can you imagine the scenes that? Um, can you? Ma- I can imagine Money. making the the fight scene, in the classroom. A music that
0: is. I want to see that so bad. I, uh, that fight is going to be a doozy. I can't wait to see that scene come out. You know, I think it just. Uh, is In be- my
1: area until nine thirty p.m. Hopefully that didn't interrupt our podcast. I, uh, just you,
0: you went quiet there for a minute. I
1: okay. On. Sorry so. about that, ladies. And gentlemen, if anybody's out there, we had some random listeners for a moment or two. So I don't want to assume it's always ladies listening. Um, oh, my gosh. It would be awesome. It really would be. That's
0: good. That's, that's
1: That would be fun yeah yeah gotta have that (laughs) can you imagine can you imagine oh my gosh i have thought about that before betty i'm not gonna lie about what gabriel could be on in a theatrical performance oh yeah Uh it could be really good
0: and as a musical (laughs) i want to see the dance on the wall at the uh,
1: hotel (laughs) <laughs> the the museum scenes, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, anyway so I think we, it's about time to, uh, start, to start, start, start our discussion. <laughs> I think so
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> the debate scene Drunk Gabriel and Starbucks with Krista and Paul. Yeah,
1: yeah, that'd be fun. Oh my gosh. Yes. Epic. epic. The Starbucks scene says. would be great. It would be epic Oh I could totally see I could totally even hear I almost can hear and visualize The way the action is Mm -hmm. And the movement Between the Paul character The Gabriel character The Krista character Obviously Julia Julia would be a soprano I mean I could That would be That could be really Actually a lot of fun Could be So do we have to start the hashtag We want a Gabriel musical (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Are we ready to push uh, Nina over the edge? <laughs> really? That's why, that's why she's away
0: this week, I bet. I so, know. Karen also wants to see the couscous
1: scene. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The couscous scene. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, and Kez, thank you for asking. She asked if my daughter is still in Greece, and she hopes she wasn't anywhere near that devastating wildfire. Um, I... Thankfully, my daughter is home with us now. She's back in the States. Um, but I don't know if you have seen that uh, coverage or not. It has not been covered much in the American media that I could tell. But I saw the BBC story. There was a horrible wildfire in Greece. And there's also really dangerous fires going on currently in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, but this Greece fire killed at least 60 people and injured, I think, 150 to 200 people. Yeah. Um, it was in a tourist Area outside of Athens, east of the city, Um, people were fleeing the flames, going into the Mediterranean Sea, and random boats were trying to pick them up and rescue them. I mean, it sounded horrific. One man I saw had was taking
0: his beach towels and soaking them in the water and putting them over he and his
1: wife. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, and it looked like a bomb. It just looked like a bomb scene had gone off. It looked like. You know, the blitz in London after mm-hmm. all the They're bombs, r- it them. just was, yeah, it was, it's just terrible. So, are you really, you know, I want to see if there's a way we can help those, uh, those victims in that, that area. And I understand Sweden's having some really horrible wildfires. Yeah.
2: Judith
1: was talking um, about that earlier. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really hot right now. We need to kind of help. Uh, help our planet a little bit, heal. Um, so Kez, Kez agreed it's truly devastating. But thank you for asking, Kez. Um, my daughter actually is hoping she can return to Athens. She's been talking about it. But for now, she's here. And uh, I was mentioning earlier in the show, she's going to be uh, graduating from her uh, for her, with her bachelor's degree in August. So I'm happy that she's uh, getting her degree. Proud mama. So oh you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> yes i do <laughs> it's, one day it's, i'll it's, get there too <laughs> it's it's great actually it's very exciting so and thank you kez um for your for your concern and wishes and um i think everybody kk betty is saying how sad those uh that story is with the the fires um So hopefully, uh, things will get more under control. I wish we could send our rain over there to help them uh, control some of the fires. I know when I was traveling in the West uh, the past couple weeks, there were some really terrible fires going on in the U.S. as well. But uh, fortunately, it's been, for the most part, in uninhabited land. So it's kind of nature reclaiming itself. And as I learned in Yellowstone, that's a way that... uh, we can, mother nature helps helps to repopulate forests and also provide more food for uh the ecosystem uh so it's it's kind of you know the way it's meant to be but uh when when it affects uh communities it's it's really devastating so um as we transition to chapter 19 i just um you know, we, we've come so far in the Man in the Black Suit book uh, that it, it got very intense where Acacia really her, feels threatened and feels like her life is in danger uh, after being attacked. And she very quickly leaves the scene uh, of, in Paris. Um, really, as a last resort, she really didn't want to. She wanted to be able to stay and keep her concierge po- position, even though she had been demoted. Um, she really wanted to cling on to that uh, bastion of integrity, um, her job as concierge, uh, because she felt like she was doing such a, a an honorable profession, um, an honorable job in her profession, I should say. And, you know, she had she had to leave. She really didn't have a choice because, uh, as uh, Nicholas warned her, uh, you know, the first time they attacked her. But the second time, because she, they knew she could handle herself, uh, they would not be as gentle. And they would probably be coming after her with guns. So, as much as she didn't want to, she left Paris and met, uh, was escorted by Rick. Then she met Kurt who traveled with her to the lovely colony region. And uh, she was whisked to meet Nicholas in a limo Mm -hmm. and is now as we're in chapter 19 um, on the estate of Nicholas's family. And, uh, and Colony and it sounded so lovely. I'm adding that to my list of places I want to visit. Um, as we enter chapter 19, Acacia is led to a second floor bedroom with a balcony that overlooks a pool tennis courts and accept and an exceptional view of the Alps. Juliet opened the doors and let a nice summer breeze in. She motioned to Gretel to put Acacia's suitcase on a luggage rack and a ca- Gretel will then uh, bring up breakfast for her and unpack for her. Now, think about this. Akasi is used to being in the service industry. She's used to being a professional at the hotel. And she's not used to this kind of service being bestowed upon her. Um, but honestly, I was kind of happy about it because I think everybody deserves to be treated Uh, with a little luxury every once in a while. And I kind of thought that was a lovely moment. Um, Macassia said that it wasn't a requirement for Gretel to unpack for her, um, as she did not bring much. And as she placed her briefcase on the desk, Macassia looked up and noticed the majestic view of Mont Blanc. Now, this was the question that I had posed to SR this week. Um you know of all of all the things in the chapter i had asked if sr actually had ever visited Mont Blanc, and he responded yes in fact he has been there um but he has not climbed the mount no um he, i i could only imagine um but it makes sense to me that he visited it because of the way he wrote about it in yes. this story one,
0: I did ask him this one question, but he didn't respond back, was if he had driven through the tunnel, because a, there's a tunnel that goes through Mont Blanc to connect uh, France and Italy with Switzerland.
1: Oh, yes. I know. That would have been good to see. Mm-hmm. And Betty said, Nicholas can take me to his parents' house, too. I am with you oh, right 100%, with you. Betty. Right there with you. Sign me up. Nicholas could take me anywhere, frankly. Um He's fabulous. So I think he would be fascinating to uh, have dinner with. Um, And I'm a happily married woman, mind you. I just think he'd be (laughs) fascinating um, to talk to. So as Juliet was leaving, she told Acacia that the dining room is downstairs and dinner would be ready at 7. Acacia thanked Juliet as she left the room and closed the door. And this is where I thought it got very interesting. Um, KK also agrees with Betty that she would also like to be go to his parents' home. KK, if they ever tasted any of your baked goods, Nicholas would be flying his private jet to you immediately. Yeah, Just exactly saying, right. he would want he would want to uh, have you um, visit his parents most definitely. Um, <laughs> oh, and then and then uh-huh. Betty had. Made another the, comment as the well, would <laughs> the boss of <would> probably... <laughs> 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 Maybe we should ask him that next week. <laughs> would a zombie apocalypse? Uh, 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 bo- would the zombie bo- bo- apocalypse uh, be your incentive to climb Mont Blanc? <laughs> I the other question I wanted to ask him, but I thought it'd be too out of line, was if he if he hadn't visited Mont Blanc, did he at least own a Mont Blanc pen? I was going to ask him that, <laughs> but I I. I thought maybe that was more in the in the realm of snarky. I, so I thought I, I, that feeling he has one. <laughs> So I thought not. but I have a feeling asthmine too. So, as Acacia thanked Juliet, um, I did as I mentioned, think this was an interesting part because Acacia is always on guard. And this is when we realize how aware of her surroundings she is all the time. She was concerned for her safety, um, so she walked out on the balcony. She checked the trellis for strength, if it would hold her weight as an escape plan. Then she came in the room, closed and locked the door, closed the curtains as well as the view, and that was primarily so she could sleep, which I get. And then she added a chair to block the door. She uh, She was not going to leave anything for chance, and I thought... I really, you know, I, I kind of, I wasn't surprised by that, but it really reinforced how careful, methodical, and how on guard she always has to be. I felt um, sorry to for her. to go that to go to those lengths. I mean, she already was whisked away to a high security property um, out of Paris. Um, without a strong connection to her or her past, you know, she she should feel pretty safe. And for her to still not feel safe when she was there, it also says she's still not trusting of Nicholas in my, my mind. That's true. So, That's true. yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I thought that was very telling about her character. Um, and I do play. feel, <laughs> yeah, well, after everything that happened to her, Absolutely, Betty. I I agree completely. And, you know, uh, also she was not used to um, being on the receiving end of this excellent service. Right. Exactly. And maybe that made her feel a little uncomfortable too. Like maybe they're being too nice to her. Maybe they're going overboard. You know, maybe that also fed into her um, feeling of of disquiet.
0: And KK's also thinking that, you know, if she's thinking like that, what is she running away from from her past?
1: Exactly. What happened to her, you know, what happened to her that makes her so on guard? And Joni says she always admires Acacia. And you know what, Joni? I do too. She is a very smart, um, very aware, um, and very, I think she's very brave. Because obviously she's, She's running from something, but she's, she's taking the extra steps and she's, she's kind mm-hmm. she is and respectful. The,
0: and she's, she's got a self-preservation role to her. Right. You know, so I, I can understand that. But, and she's also thinking, as Betty says, Nicholas is a stranger to her.
1: So right.
0: It makes sense that she would mistrust everyone.
1: True. Especially with the way <laughs> she met Nicholas, yes. I mean, I, I don't. I, I, don't blame uh, her for that. I don't blame her for that. So she's now, and she's
0: in this this beautiful room. It's got parquet floors and carpet that covers it, and the carpet and the blue damask floor length drapes, and that's all sort of blend in together. And oh, um,
1: so beautiful. Yeah, and and the headboard. Oh my gosh, a, a velvet
0: tufted. Headboard, which I have a, I have, I have a uh, brass bed in my room, that I sleep in, in. But I would always, I always look at those, they, those upholstered headboards that look like
1: the, uh, a back like a wing chair. That, yes, you know, they look so comfy. Anyway. They're beautiful. They really are. So again, Sr paints a beautiful portrait. That he, does. That he does. And he, he really can help us imagine being right in that scene.
0: So And as she's admiring all this, and she has this fireplace, which is another thing, if I ever, ever get a chance to ever own an, a, a bigger house again someday, a fireplace in my bedroom is going to be a must.
2: Oh,
1: I love the sound of that. Mm-hmm.
0: So she's, uh, you know, admiring everything in the room, and she hears a knock at the door, and uh, she answers it, and it's, it's Gretel, and Gretel's got a tray. So Acacia thanks her very much for it and tells her where to put it. Um, she's tired, though, and, mm. uh, but, and so she's had she's had some of the food and uh, she's sitting at her desk and, and she's looking out the window and all the doors are locked and everything shut up. And she opens up her laptop and she decides to type a message to Mr. Roy CCing Human Resources. Good call that she is ill and she would not be coming
2: in. Mm. Um,
1: that's then, the only that's really the only thing she could say. I mean, I exactly. can't I kept thinking of how else could she position this? Exactly. And unless she says there's an emer, a family an emergency on another, you know, in another direction, but that would be too easy to kind of check out. I think the I think the illness route is good.
0: And she's, they've, uh, you know, she's, she's been, uh, you know, so upset with everything that's going on, talking to Pierre, then it's Nicholas, and then she's got this room, and, and I'm sure that the people that she works with all know that she's from Brazil and that her mother lives there. Mm. And so yes. she probably, you know, probably didn't know, you know, they, they, there was nothing really else she could say she uh, then um, also uh, texted Kate let her know where she is and gave a, gave her the house phone number because when uh, Juliet was showing her around the room she was showing her the um, you know the phone one is like for in, inside line two is for outside lines so she gave her the phone number for that and also the wireless phone number that was needed um, but she looked at her breakfast. There was some scrambled eggs, some toast, fruit, chocolate. What was it panna chocolate. That
1: would be. Good. Oh, I uh, I know. I could only, my mouth was watering when I was mm, thinking about, mm. uh, the food because you know that they have a fabulous chef, uh,
0: who works for them absolutely. And she also also she took it. She sent a text message to Luke, saying that she needed a break from everything. That she's left Paris for a few days. And then knowing that Luke was calling her, she would just switch off her phone. But, yeah, so she's nibbling. She's starting to unpack her suitcase and her briefcase. And she pulled out Marcel's journal. And, you know, she doesn't trust what's going on with her, right, her position right now. She doesn't really trust Nicholas. So what does she do? She decides that she's going to put it under the mattress. Great place for hiding anything until your mother flips the mattress on you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is there a story there, Pam? Now, you know, like when you're a kid, you got a diary, and you know you, oh, yeah. you, you
0: know you got it locked up, and the key that <laughs> breaks halfway through the thing, you know. But and you hide it under the bed or under your mattress. My mom was always good at finding that stuff when when I was a younger girl.
2: <laughs>
0: As I got older, I knew better. I had a floorboard that I could pick up in my bed.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, that's great. That's great. Mm-hmm
0: whoever uh, knocks down that house is going to find a treasure trove of stuff in there i love um, it <laughs> so <clears throat> so she's nibbling and she's eating and she decides that she's she needs to have a shower and she goes over to the wall that has the door handle on it and pushes it in and there's this
1: beautiful beautiful bathroom oh i know that sounded gorgeous too it sounded so relaxing
0: oh big walk-in shower my my dream bathroom is going to have a a nice big walk in shower with about 100 mm. heads of pitch from everywhere. Ah, oh, that would be great. The nice soaking tub and
1: whatever. That sounds actually. We we stayed at this place in in Spokane, Washington called the Davenport. If anyone ever gets out that way, it's a historic hotel and there's a long story about how we ended up being there. We were not we were booked to stay with friends. The friends were not, a. Uh, the friends had a snafu and we couldn't stay with them, but the friends had um, a connection with this hotel, so they were able to um, help us get an affordable rate to stay the night. And it didn't have the water and the shower heads from all the different directions, but I have to tell you, the 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 bathroom in this room that we had just had that beautiful walk and shower with one of those rain shower heads and marble everywhere and a big sunken tub and uh and I regret I didn't get to take a bath in that big sunken tub I was working and I had my friend Suzanne got to
2: do it though well,
1: I but can tell you I that. could only imagine what this one at their home was like when I was in that, when I was in Ireland
0: we've spend a night at ashford castle Uh, my husband had he went crazy with this room it was a 900 hundred dollar a night room oh my gosh 1996 and you walked in and you had the couch and a fireplace where they would have a peat fire not a wood fire peat fire
2: Um, Uh, oh my gosh
0: a a bar set up you know like a, a closet with liquor and glasses and stuff and then um a desk, and, and this is just in a sitting room, and there was a knock at the door when we checked in, and this uh, woman came in with finger bowls and fruit. It
1: was crazy. Uh, and then we sounds... went up
0: about five steps into this huge bedroom, and it had a, it was a, a California king, I think, because it was big enough where my son, my husband, and I could have slept in it and still have room to move and then um, they had uh, brought in a cot for my son, and it was a regular twin bed, twin-size bed. And there was a love seat and chairs in there with a, 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 a secretary that had all kinds of books in it that, you know, you could just pull out and read. The table had an uh, um, Irish mist on on it so that you could just pour it as uh, at
2: free will. But the bathroom. Oh, my God, the bathroom. Oh. I
0: walked in, and it was white marble, and there were two sinks, the bidet, uh, toilet, the towel warmer, this monstrous tub. It was, oh my God.
1: Oh, it It sounds wonderful. It was,
0: it was. And I found out um, in the room, there was this big, in the bedroom part of the room, there was this big picture of Ronald Reagan. (laughs)
1: <laughs> which is a little odd in Ireland, but, you know. Well, it was the room he stayed in when he That's where he stayed. Yeah. I love oh, it. I love belliger. it. It's oh, cool. and I'm seeing Karen has to leave. Bye, KK. Oh, Have KK. a lovely week.
2: And, and I've got my kitty uh,
0: here, and she's looking for attention. Aren't you, kitty?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, so it was gorgeous. I mean, it was just, so I can just imagine how she felt walking into that
1: bathroom. Because oh I, 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 can only, I can only i can only it must have been just like a little slice of heaven oh my
0: god i took pictures i literally took pictures of every single thing in
2: that <laughs> i <laughs> so love it my
0: husband's like what are you doing and they had this walk-in closet off the bathroom and there was two sides to it with like a dressing table and mirror and it was this heavy oak wood and oh. Oh, my, oh my God! It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. So <laughs> it
1: sounds gorgeous, and I like Joni's comment. She said, "I love marveling that Nicholas provides for Acacia even after his bad start with her." That's right. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And <laughs> and Betty said, "That holy cow! That's a big bed." It is absolutely. I have no doubt about that.
0: It was amazing. <laughs>
1: And she also said she'd take pictures as well, so just great, just great stuff. Thanks. So as Acacia is heading into her shower, she's and, you know, enjoying just, the luxury. Yeah. You
0: now one of the things that Bessar um, points out is that, and that came through Acacia's mind, that Brazilians tend to take a lot of showers during several times during the day, and uh, he asserted with. Um, with the confidence that they would, they were probably the cleanest people on earth.
1: <laughs> Which I loved. I just <laughs> laughed at that. I was it's thinking, a, I, 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 don't know. I think, uh, I think a couple different uh, nationalities could argue that point. As anyone who's living near the equator probably could argue that point. Yeah. Um,
0: you know. Then, yeah. So then she, uh, so she, has, she's in the bathroom. She goes she, she gets into this nice huge shower. And for she feels like she's in heaven and she's at least safe for the moment.
1: And uh, I like the way that chapter ended because she had been so cautionary mm-hmm. and so worried. And so for her to have almost a little bit of a respite from her fear, I thought was lovely. Yeah, so, that was nice. That was of nice. course, it also could position her for, you know, what's next type of question. But...
0: And Betty, you're right. Summer sh- in the summer showers are important.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think we can all attest for that. Oh yeah,
0: especially cool showers when it's really, really
1: hot. Yeah. So, my at least also. in the at least in the northern hemisphere, because I guess you're not. I guess you're trying to bundle up at this point. <laughs> and,
0: and I know Susie mentioned the other day about sitting by the fireplace and reading a good book tonight when she got home from work.
1: <laughs> I love it. There'll be no sitting by the fireplace for us, or at least not with an active fire in it,
2: anyway. Right now. anyway, yeah. <laughs>
0: although, I, I, although I do have a little uh, snaky cat that comes to my house,
2: and she's
0: the light on because she's a snake, and she, she, the, the light warms her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kez uh, or Betty said, thank God, Acacia wasn't thinking of the shower scene from Psycho. Very That's true. True. That's true. And Kez said, yes, it's wet and windy here. I'm sure it's it's actually wet and windy here as well, Kez, in, in, at least in Pennsylvania and along the eastern uh, portion of the United States. But um, it's not a cold, wet. It is a hot, steamy, 80... I don't remember what 80s would be in Celsius, but it's hot, 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 hot and steamy. So So that is
0: chapter 19 this week. And uh, so we'll catch up next week with uh, Cassia as she's been fully rested and probably had her third shower of the day.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Absolutely. And Betty says, we are wet, windy, and humid in NYC. I have no doubt, Betty. We're right there with you, my friend. Exactly. Exactly. Try and stay dry and, and, and safe. Well, yeah, uh, and, and it, I'm supposed to go see Billy Joel on Friday night. That's right. Although, isn't it supposed to get better? No, isn't it's supposed, it supposed to be to... stormy on Friday. Oh, no. Yeah,
0: and I'm in a baseball field. Baseball stadium, so it's not like
2: Shea where I'll have an overhang. When right. I saw the Rolling Stones in the ring, but uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what
1: happens. Well, the other the other day there was a a news story about Taylor Swift performing in uh, New Jersey in a downpour. Yep. She literally performed the entire show, and it was, you know, it not unrelenting rain. Yep. And my so Shire- kudos kudos to her for doing that i have to say my friend sharon was there
0: and with her daughter it was her daughter's 18th birthday present
1: oh so. you know what that's that's wonderful yeah that's so. really cool what a, what a great memory even though even though the rain um Betty said more rain tomorrow take a raincoat pan i've
2: got
0: a poncho i'm
1: gonna take i was gonna say a poncho is probably the way to go and then i used uh, I, I used to be in the rain watching uh, Penn State football games and poncho is all you need. It really does keep you pretty dry, yep. especially if you're tucked in a seat. I would just stay seated exactly. and kind of have your little <laughs> have your poncho as your little tent. And Kez was sharing, we were giggling at work yesterday. We had a bad storm come through. There were a couple stair and door um, warnings. One of the ladies noticed the UK stayed indoors was for a temperature of thirty three degrees. We all laughed in the <laughs> northern parts of WA. Thirty three degrees is the day temperature during the winter time. Wow! Yeah. Well, that does show the difference in the, does. Does. <laughs> in cultures, um, and what you're and London, what you're acclimated to.
0: My friend Annette in London, who's the Henry Cavill. Um,
1: gave oh up yes, for Henry
0: Cavill.
2: Um, the, yes.
0: She. Uh, she cracks me up because she, she walks around, she's from Melbourne and she, uh, walked around London this winter, all rugged up. She had more layers on than, (laughs) yeah, you can hardly see her face because of the, the, you know, the coat she was wearing and the hood and the scarves and everything. And then she was complaining because she says the English don't know how to do air conditioning. (laughs)
1: that's funny well i just double checked and 33 degrees celsius is 91.4 degrees fahrenheit so it's quite hot yes anyway you look at it um it's funny because those are the kind of temperatures i actually like i like it hot 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 i should i should move to wa um if that's the, the the average temperature um but um it's uh it, it is, uh, you know, you have to be mindful of the heat. You have to keep hydrated, um, and even when it's raining and hot, you have to keep hydrated. And that's kind of a hard concept to keep in mind. But, um, yeah, it's 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 just quite a hot summer all the way around. I think. Oh yeah, um, this summer
2: has been awful.
1: I think. Mhm. Yeah. So. so well, well anyway. we. Yeah, Kes Le- Ke says, yes, Leslie, it gets very warm here. Yeah. I love that. Anyway. And Betty loves the 70s. I, yeah, I yeah, do too, Betty. Do I'm too. not going to discount that. That's beautiful weather.
0: So my, my little snaky cat
2: is getting hungry. And her dad
0: just <laughs> left for work. So, so I am <laughs> going to have to break this up, and uh, we'll be back
1: on next Wednesday. Yes. Yes. And did we did we mention yet about our special podcast coming up? Or are no we going way. to wait till next week? No are way. we going to tease them we can till next tease week? It.
0: You know, someone has a birthday coming
1: up. Yes. It's not, just, uh, Mr. not just Gabriel. Um,
0: Emer- Professor Emerson. Um, yes. Nicholas's birthday is coming up. His birthday is August seventh, so we're doing a birthday party for him on August eighth.
1: So mark your calendars, ladies. It's our normal podcast time. But a party will be had by all.
0: That's right. It will be a
1: lot of fun. Thanks, Betty, for the comments uh, about having a great show. We appreciate that. so much. And uh, we look forward to seeing you online and and seeing you next week. Next week for Chapter 20. It's a good one. It's a long one. uh, It'll be good. As brief as our our chapter was this week, it's going to be pretty intense next week. That's true. Thanks, Joni. She said, fun tease. We'll be watching for your announcement. Hashtag Team Nicholas. I love it.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to leave you all tonight with a little uh, Thelonious Monk. One of my favorites in jazz area,
1: actually. Uh, Oh, wonderful. Nicholas would love this it's a sophisticated lady
0: so you all have a good week and we'll catch you up with next week